How's it going, eh? It's going pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very tired. Yes, uh, as am I. <laughs> um, we've uh, we did an open house hmm. for a hopeful sale. Let's see, yesterday, and so we've been all this past week. Besides uh, cleaning and straightening and getting flooring and all kinds of stuff, and then hurriedly stuffing things into the garage so they're out of sight or in various places under the bed and wherever. Then it's also the last week of school, or it was. Mm-hmm. So trying to uh, work with all that stuff and man, it's been a whirlwind. Right. Plus, I have a baby. You have you have and that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So she's um, on her schedule, which is the, she doesn't know what a weekend is. She's past <laughs> one. Can't she take care of herself for a little bit? Jeez, she's pretty close. Like she's practically helpless. Well, this could be a um, <laughs> this could be a smartest baby in the world segment. started to do this thing where I'll say, are you hungry? Or, you know, something along those lines, but, you know, do you want to do X, X or Y? Yeah. And she immediately, le- if she is, she leaps to her feet and, out the way, out the way. And she starts putting away her toys. She puts everything away in the toy box and then comes out to, to eat. I'm like, holy crap, let's uh, continue that into adulthood. <laughs> I'll say, uh, you know, um, you want to mow the lawn? I'd do it. I'd do it. Hey, let's start the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just called Two Brothers. It's just called, it's just called Two Brothers. Oh, dang it. I always remember that. <laughs> That's right. It gives me something to say in response. That's fine. <laughs> because we almost have no topics this time. Almost. Yeah, we, we invented started the off topic. with no topics. <laughs> we we, we um, were talking just as I was getting set up. And you said, hey, you know what? This should be a topic. Yes. <laughs> Let's save it for the show. Yeah, because, so, well, I've been working on the side on the Sloan thing. But since I started mm-hmm. the new job, I've barely touched that thing. So um, ah. I, have a, I have a voluminous set of notes. Yeah. Well, we already did the uh, how's it going. So there's things are, things are happening. I, um, this was my first long shift at work and it was very busy and uh, it, was, it was strange. I, I half know some things now. It's not oh, all a blur. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm starting to get a little bit you know, more familiar with some routines. And that's all it is. It's a, a set of standardized you know, methods and routines mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to do everything, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you need if it's a busy retail establishment. You need some kind of thing. I am uh, somewhat of a coffee enthusiast now, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas the first, oh, 45 years of my life, I was not. You work at a coffee-serving coffee, coffee place. One of uh, many nationally syndicated <laughs> coffee shop stores, yeah. I, mm-hmm. is, it a, is it a shop store, or is it <laughs> just a retail establishment? I, I couldn't tell you, but... Are, are you... Uh... <laughs> facetiously not wanting to say the name or you're going to draw that out yeah i'm just gonna let it go i'm gonna let it ride whatever um <laughs> uh, question about coffee okay <clears throat> are you a coffee enthusiast yourself as a as a uh not quite connoisseur but do you enjoy a cup of cup of joe 
I enjoy the occasional cup of Joe. You're because I, I thought of you as more of a tea person. I am, and I still I still am there too. Yeah, I, that's usually what I get mm-hmm. because coffee is a lot more caffeine than I am prepared for. Yeah, certainly. So it's just uh, it would be too much if I and I did, I, I don't really want my tolerance to increase so much that mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. need it in the morning that I'm just right. dead yeah. till I get my coffee. Uh, oh yeah. I've cut down from sort of the college years <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh you know the the Red Bulls, the Monsters and the uh, <laughs> and the coffee itself. Yeah. After Those I did, are way worse than coffee. <laughs> I did some math about caffeine dosages and um I, I just I, I just don't need that much because what I do usually is I get uh, like a hot tea and I leave the tea bags in there to just sit all day while I refill it with water and then heat that again. Hmm. So it just sort of leaches all the tea possible <laughs> out <laughs> of the tea bags over time. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I drink less uh, as it cools hmm. because it's n- not as, I don't know, appetizing that mm-hmm. way uh, unless it's iced, you know, room temperature or even, you know, slightly cool, cooler than body temperature, let's say. It's, I don't really want to drink that. Mm-hmm. It's either iced or hot. So mm-hmm. Interesting. So I get a fair amount of caffeine, I think, just from continually, you know, uh, diluting that stuff for several hours. Yeah. But um, I just, I don't know. It's not, I don't like coffee enough, plain, to just sort of sip it all day, if that makes sense. And there's too sure. much sugar uh, in <laughs> what I do like. I, I tend to sort of like coffee-flavored other mm-hmm. things. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, coffee-flavored sugar milk is uh, <laughs> is quite appealing. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate <laughs> for <laughs> for one's body. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, that's because we're not uh, we're evolving too quickly, or rather, we're not evolving quickly enough. <laughs> right. Our uh, uh, we're we're able to produce things too many things that we love right um but so many of the things we love are not appropriate for mass quantities of consumption it's sort of they call that the uh the rate of evolution in uh in evolutionary biology Mm -hmm. it's how much something changes over time i see in a within a population how much how much it changes over time. That would be stricken from the record uh, in Arizona. <laughs> yes. You see about our uh, <clears throat> wonderful uh, superintendent of education. I did not. The state uh, got a bunch of science teachers together to write a, a set of state standards and curriculum for science guidelines. Right. And she went in and struck out all the words evolve and evolution and uh, references to said mm-hmm. uh, to same. I just feel like we've been through all this so many times before. Every time this comes around, you, you think, didn't we just do this? <laughs> We've been through this cycle before. Didn't we Didn't we learn things? But apparently no. not. Nope. Not enough, anyway. Yep. Because parents deserve school choice. Mm. And by that, she means we should use state and federal monies to let parents send their kids to religious schools. Uh, That's sure. what it boils down. That's what it boils down to. Right. Anyway, uh, I digress. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, what's the climate like in Oregon where you will be moving to? Oh, it's much cooler. Uh, it's 100 degrees here. No, perfect, yes. It does get <laughs> n- near 100 and occasionally 100. Yeah, but not, uh, you know, from, from well, this is actually a, a later, we, we hit 100 mm. here in April. That was one of the earliest uh, ever 100-degree uh, days uh, in the year, but it didn't stay 100. Sure. Usually by now, end of May, it's it's hit 100 and it's 
there to stay until September. <laughs> Right. plus as far as the high of, of the day and then within uh, July August it's usually 110 plus every day for uh, for about a month right but and with also it doesn't cool with down occasional in, 118 hmm? yeah in the in the middle of Oregon it it drops at night even if it's high yeah, in the yeah. day right you don't get that in in Phoenix no um, so yeah the, the high up in uh, where we're gonna be um, for the next week is supposed to be like 80, uh, going down about 45 for the mm. low. Right. Uh, that's the forecast for this next week. Not bad. So pr- pretty sweet. Always jacket weather. I was going to ask you about coffee, uh, but since you're a tea person, you, uh, <laughs> it wouldn't really, m- you, you probably wouldn't have tasted enough to notice a difference. So, uh, in what, uh, the difference between, let's say drip coffee and French press. Mm-hmm. And people claim that it is a a smoother cup. The the, the pressed coffee is a smoother cup. Yeah. If you brew it uh, well to you know to a certain standard, you can differentiate a lot from bean to bean. You know, region to region. Oh, certainly. Just like a wine. Yes, of course. And the I, better I agree ones with that. will be uh, sort of m- more expansive in those certain flavors you know you'll you'll taste uh something more than you would just some uh low grade coffee yeah no i'm not talking about the grade of coffee i'm talking mm-hmm. about the preparation of coffee so yes. for example uh if you use the same bean mm-hmm. the same amount and, and so forth in uh one style of brewing versus the other right let me say this up front <laughs> i believe there is a difference because i use an aeropress mm-hmm. uh almost all the time because i believe it is a superior cup of coffee to a regular drip. However, mm-hmm. I still like the drip coffee. It's still fine. And then, of course, once you flavor them, that changes the whole... That can change a lot of the ball game. But mm-hmm. I don't know that it's as... Uh, um, anyway, I don't know if it's such as huge of a difference as the hype yeah. you know, would indicate. Um, maybe not. Uh, if your palate is exposed to a lot of different types of things and you have some consistency of brewing then you'll get more sophisticated about differentiation, you know, among everything. Mm-hmm. So the the French press is basically sort of surrounding every granule of coffee yeah. with the hot water, yeah. and it just sort of floats in a suspension. And the drip is, you know, just letting it fall sort of through the around pile. it, past it, through it. So it depends, you know... Wh- if you have the ratio properly measured, you can get a similar feel, I think, from a drip machine. But it's hard to get the consistency, I would say, when you always you know, surround the whole mess mm-hmm. with water in a French press versus the, the drip, which, you know, I guess unless you pile it <laughs> exactly the same every right. time. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe somebody should invent a drip machine that's like a funnel. Mm. Or a cylinder, a, a narrower cylinder, right. rather than I mean, a they flattened are funnels, out, but e- barely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I mean more of a a, a deeper cone. Right. Yeah. So, um, anyway, they, you know, when you do uh, what you, what you call a pour over at the coffee shop, you know, for something that's not in the machines, mm-hmm. um, that is basically what you're talking about. It's a cone, you know. Okay, so explain. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. What a pour over. Mm-hmm. So what is that? It's just a little stand that has a funnel. A, a more severely funneled filter ah. and you yourself, you know, will pour hot water around the thing and then just let it, you know, so to speak, bloom while it, uh, runs through. Mm-hmm. So you distribute the coffee a little better, the, the water a little better around yourself. What does it just drip through into the, into a cup? Yep. 
as you're slowly pouring it. Exactly. Or fastly you're, pouring you it. You are acting as the machine, basically, as the drip machine. Me, the customer. You, the you, the uh, you, the brewster. Brewster. Oh well, I mean, does because the you can do this yourself. Well, okay, I go into coffee shop mm -hmm. and I say I want a pour over. Tweaks coffee, yes, yes, and and Mister Tweak says, "Welcome to Tweak Coffee, coffee made with ingredients supplied by local organic suppliers. It's local coffee, brewed locally, grounded, like the fresh grinds of our all organic Tweak blend, made with ingredients from local tweakers. Would you like to try some coffee?" It's fresh, like a sun-dappled cornfield, ready for harvest. So, no, seriously, mm -hmm. uh, does the barista do the pour-over, or are you saying there's a little yes. pour-over operation no, 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 that no, no, you no. hand the to the customer? The, the barista does it. Ah, okay. Yeah. We have a fine Guatemalan today. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to try that. Harvested in the hills by llama-riding uh, angels. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. Yeah. So the, the, the there's finer machines, and then espresso, of course, is... Another animal entirely. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the AeroPress will give you a nice, um, consistent sort of uh, operation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then a decent cup at the end. Yeah, it's pretty good. Qu quite good. But it does matter the quality of your water, what kind of beans you use, and how long you, you know, the ratio between the two, and the temperature you brew at. Yeah. All those things oh, do, I, yes. do matter a lot. Folgers Gourmet Supreme. Exactly. <laughs> Just stir it in, for God's sake. No, no, it's not instant. It's, uh, oh. it's good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Is it, right. Yeah, yeah, not not uh, Folgers original. That's mm. uh, eh, the, but the Folgers Gourmet Supreme. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. The uh, yeah, the various there are certain characteristics of regions. So um, you know, like South America will be more generally uh, uh, acidic, mm -hmm. uh, sort of fruity sometimes. No notes of fruit or uh, chocolate, and then uh, African. You know, it's uh, ooh, I believe kind of more nutty and less bitter and then the asian is a little more full-bodied and i don't want to say chocolatey but i think that's uh, back in south america again um just a sort of um a rounder mm -hmm. smoother sort of flavor mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i can which, see that uh, which i like a lot i, I, I do like a sumatran mm -hmm. yeah like a sumatran bean indeed Sumatra is quite fine, very, very mellow, and I, I do. If I had something on its own, that's probably, that's probably the way I'd go. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not really into the sort of sharp fruit notes of coffee, the more acid stuff, um, right. unless yeah, it's yeah. heavily sugared and creamed. <laughs> mm -hmm. I wouldn't consider them f uh, fruit, but I guess that's a, an industry term. Hmm. Uh, so. Yep. I mean, I don't, I don't get anything, any hint of, of what I would consider fruit. Sometimes but, uh, berries and sometimes uh, citrus, sometimes mm -hmm. apple. Are what people claim? Yes, uh, I would do. I would claim that myself. Trying, trying oh. some out, for sure. All right, you can definitely, you can definitely taste it. Okay, <laughs> with a good brew, <laughs> good brew, good water, you can taste it. Fair enough. <laughs> I, w I would like to have a uh, a taste test with uh, with them. Uh, sure. Sitting there and say one of these has All right. this or yeah, just do a blind a, a blind yeah, test, mm. some kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, like a two two level thing. Okay, yeah. see what you think of this. Is yeah. there anything that comes out that strikes you? Well, different stores will do. Um, you know, they'll they'll pour stuff for you if you want. They'll they'll do tastings. You know, specifically, it'll be an mm. event, and they'll say, "Hey, come do it. Come to our tasting, and we'll try out." You know. The various things in a lot of, I don't know, five or six. Oh, uh, yeah, I would, I, I would enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just have to sort of maybe ask and stay aware of uh, 
their upcoming events type thing. If you had a regular shop, you, you, yeah, yeah. they would probably try to advertise and, to their regulars and say, hey, our tasting's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like if I, if I, was, uh, if I won the lottery and buy, a, <laughs> buy that um, house we rented for a week in Encinitas uh, near San Diego, <laughs> right. that uh, just you know, a block down the hill is uh, the aptly named Coffee Coffee uh-huh. Coffee Shop. It's really good. Excellent. Quite good. Hey, I wrote about, I don't know if you read this um, on the blog. I wrote about uh, Rush and uh, some lyrics. Well, well, the state of lyrics <laughs> hmm. over time. I don't think I saw that one. Hmm? Uh, yeah, I don't think I saw that. Uh, and I don't know. I was just kind of interested in, I, I, I'm interested in this phenomenon within myself where I've kind of rediscovered them mm-hmm. because for a long time I sort of put them aside and I didn't really care about hearing you know, their music pretty much. Mm. If, it, if it happened, you know, to come across the random uh, chance of Discover or, you know, whatever they, the, whatever playlist, right? Yeah. Um, threw it on there. That, it was great. But they're not the the top of my favorite list anymore. And I've heard everything a million times. Ah, okay. So. Um, you weren't skipping albums. No, I never did that. Okay. I just got. Uh, that happened with uh, Snakes and Arrows in 2007. I didn't sort of latch on to it until months after it came out. Mm-hmm. And then I finally heard something. Uh, I think it was at the store at the time. And I uh, I said, oh, this is really good. <laughs> and uh, it had been kind of, you know, it had been fine recently before that. You know, a few, a few albums. But this was uh, another... It's it's a turn to a direction that I that I really liked. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And I, again, I don't want to get caught up in my own nostalgia, <laughs> despite us sort of making that a focus of the show. Um, to just relive my media past, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like, uh, I was always afraid of getting stuck in one era mm-hmm. of, say, high school or college, and you know, never wanting to hear things beyond that yeah so that's part of the drive i think that i feel to keep listening to new stuff to to try to find new things to listen to because i don't want to become an old man (laughs) (laughs) when when i I mean that'll happen on the outside but the uh, i don't want to sort of get get trapped into the i don't know it just sounds like death to me to never go beyond the music of your high school years oh sure of course um I, i went to a boston concert once uh it was when uh, it was after brad delp had left the band <laughs> and uh so it would have been oh it was third stage it was it was they were touring on for for third stage and, didn't he do some uh, shows for that though well he may have but it wasn't oh. this one. Oh, i see uh and oh, how unfortunate yeah <laughs> it was very unfortunate yeah. um it was it was the same kind of feeling as when i went and saw uh chicago 19 <laughs> um, wait, 18, 19. Hmm. I can't remember. It was after Peter Cetera had left mm-hmm. and that guy was having a heck of a time singing in tune and, uh, it was just very disappointing. Yeah. Boston was much better, but still it was more of a thing like, well, he's no Brad Delp. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it was his own person. He was, but, you know, it was different. Yeah. To be fair, listening to a lot of live shows with Brad Delp, Brad Delp wasn't even Brad Delp, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. He he had some hits and misses. Right. But um, I don't know. It was weird. I, everything I've heard with Fran Cosmo seems like he's pretty good, pretty on it, live. 
Was he just not the same? I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look and see if he was the one that was. Oh, you know what? Maybe it. he wasn't in the band yet because he came on um, during the next album, which was Walk On. Yeah, yeah, that may be what I'm thinking of. And then okay. who knows? I don't even remember who took over after Brad left. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall. I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. because uh, you know, having heard the music, it was obviously Brad was was singing on the album, right? But he wasn't singing this particular show in, in, mm-hmm. uh, at Irvine Meadows. So that was disappointing. But anyway, the, we were way up in the back. Um, and Irvine Meadows is just a standing area, sort <laughs> right. of standing or sitting uh, open-air amphitheater. And um, we're standing way up in the back. And there's this guy. He's like the typical uh, <laughs> sort of 70s, uh, early 70s dude. He's got the cutoff jeans and uh, like a tank top. It probably said Leonard Skinner on it or something. You know, he had he had a mullet going, and <laughs> and he just a, a handlebar mustache, and he just constantly uh, smoking, do smoking <laughs> from the back. Yeah, yeah, just yelling out, play smoking anytime in between every song, and of course they never played smoking because they were past the uh, <laughs> past that part of their history. Right. You know, they're they're actively not promoting drug use, and. <laughs> Smoking! (laughs) He really, really wanted them to play Smoking. So that guy, <laughs> insert clip of... Forget me, for you should forget it. You're living in the past, man. You hung up on some clown from the 60s, man. <laughs> when, I, when I start talking about being old, I always think of uh, the, the uh, Death Wish parody. What was it? Charles Bronson and Death Wish. Welcome to Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Jay Sherman. Thank you. Tonight, we review an aging Charles Bronson in Death Wish 9. I wish I was dead. Hey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's what you get when you go see uh, Golden Oldies. <laughs> it, indeed. Nobody wants to hear your stupid dinosaur bands, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Insert clip. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, have we rambled enough? No. About coffee I, and music? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, um, now on to Twitter. Oh, okay, right. Because again, I which I, was our only topic when we when we started this show. Let it never be said we can't pull stuff out of our asses, <clears throat> so to speak, metaphorically. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thankfully, um, <laughs> the I mean, hey, we are at the age where a colonoscopy is. <laughs> About to. necessity. Let's <laughs> let's be fair though. I mean, it is an audio show, so it can only get so gross. All right. <laughs> I was going to ask you about Twitter. What's the appeal? 
Yeah, what's yeah. the appeal of Twitter? Because I mean, I tweet out our latest episode when it sure. when it uh, goes live, right. and we we that's have to be it. better about uh, Facebook posting our latest episode after yeah. it goes live. I saw that we had uh, two visits to our to our Facebook page, and well. I, uh, embarrassingly had not updated the Facebook page um, ever <laughs> yes. uh, since the original. Uh, Sorry, been a few. It's been a few. Sorry, folks. Um, thank you for visiting. Uh, sorry, it's not been updated, but uh, you yes. know, it's just called Two Brothers. <laughs> We're only two men, for God's sake! <laughs> Give us a break. <laughs> All right, so on to the the topic. Uh, what's the appeal of Twitter? Because as opposed to, let's say, um, a news feed or Reddit or something, mm-hmm. um, where you're consuming, I, I, again, I'm guessing that you're just getting this in little teeny tiny chunks, mm-hmm. Twitter-sized chunks of information. It depends. That's the answer. The answer mm-hmm. is it depends. Uh, so, I mean, the easy answer is, uh, the appeal of Twitter is, um, sometimes hard to find because it is a steaming hot pile of social media garbage, Mm -hmm. uh, much of the time. Yeah. There is a lot of trolling and harsh language, um, directed at real people that goes on there. So you sort of need to be careful about what you look at and how much time you spend uh as with youtube looking through the comments yeah 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 the thing is uh twitter comments i find can be a lot more valuable than youtube comments on average mm-hmm. which is i don't know if that says much to you but well 90 percent I mean, of the, the time youtube comments are useless right at least with twitter there can be some follow-up to you know from somebody else saying some you know linking to some relevant thing um so the way i latched on i don't even remember how or who i followed first um but i started to find the twitter handles of some science personalities that i follow um some a a lot of writers that i follow and Mm -hmm. a few artists and musicians that i follow and then when it became more a source of news for me uh because it's it's kind of exciting that it's so immediate. Do you know what I mean? It's like everything is breaking news <laughs> hmm. because the feed, you know, is just constantly flowing. Oh, so something will happen and somebody somewhere, if you have, you know, a, a critical mass of people to follow who are dialed into those news will retweet it. And then you see it because hmm. you follow them. I see. So you don't have to follow even the major newsmakers. You can, you know, at CNN or uh, at MSNBC or at Fox uh, News, but y- you, I, I don't. I just follow people who follow stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And more generally, I because I favor some sort of long-form journalism. Um, <laughs> Someone is, came uh, bursting into the room. Yes. <laughs> uh, apparently, she knows how door handles work now. <laughs> well, you learn so. something new every day. And she is <laughs> um, f- still five days away from her 18-month uh, point. Yeah. So, well. yeah. Yeah, she's a, she's a character. Mm. That brain is cranking along. It is. <laughs> um, oh, she's trying to shut one door while the other door is in the way. Okay. I just wanted to say hello and show you she could close things. Hello. Can she wrap up the show? Because that would be great. Yeah, you you want to wrap this up? <laughs> so anyway, that's I would just say that's the that's the appeal. If you follow mm-hmm. enough um, cool people, it's fun. To, it, it, you know, if they use it, 
with any kind of regularity. Mm-hmm. And some mm-hmm. of them are really funny, like Anna Kendrick or Chrissy Teigen or, um, boy, I don't know. There's a lot of comics who just throw out jokes all day long. Yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, it, is, it is amusing. And, uh, of course, if you're addicted to memes and just the Internet in general, as I am, uh, it's, it's endlessly amusing. Because people share those. You know what else is endlessly amusing? The, the music to our trip. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you find music <laughs> funny, then uh, there it is. We're gonna need to wrap it up. Uh, I need to put this baby to bed. Uh, we need to do music time. Need to put this baby to bed, and then I need to put this baby to bed. You got that right. I have been James. I've been Marcus. And this show is called It's Just Called Two Brothers. You can reach us at bros at it's just called two brothers.com. You can send us a tweet at <laughs> IJC2B. I have a daily blog at marcusharwell.com.